Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 6th, the memorial of St. Paul, Miki, and Companions. This is Michigan Mornings from Ave Maria Radio and the Ave Maria Radio app. I'm Matthew Handley. Where did the idea of gender ideology come from? We'll have more on that in a moment, but first, your local weather and this news. The jury will continue deliberating today the fate of Jennifer Crumbly, the first parent in America charged in a deadly shooting committed by their child. News Nation's Alex Capriello tells us what she faces if found guilty. What we're looking at right now is four counts of involuntary manslaughter. In the state of Michigan, that carries a maximum penalty of 15 years in prison. If Jennifer Crumbly is found guilty, we'll have to look to see whether or not they are served consecutively or concurrently, meaning if consecutively found guilty on four counts, that could be 60 years of prison time. However, most of the legal experts I've spoken to say that's very unlikely that the judge would actually sentence that way just because Jennifer Crumbly doesn't have any prior criminal history. Her husband's trial for the same charges begins in March. Michigan chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations Executive Director Dawood Walid says Dearborn is not America's jihad capital as a Wall Street Journal opinion piece claims. People in the city aren't having uh, pro-militant or pro-extremist rallies. They are simply calling for a ceasefire in regards to people in our area who've had family members killed. On February 2nd, opinion writer Stephen Stalinsky criticized the amount of support for Hamas by the city's residents and local Muslim leaders. Michigan's last horse racing track closed over the weekend after an 80-year run. Northville Downs had operated since 1944, and its owners are looking for a new home. I would love for them to find a home in Michigan. We used to have, I think, seven or nine racetracks in Michigan, par mutual tracks. Um, this is the last one. That was Tammy Hedworth, who was among those who came out every weekend to race their horses. The track was sold in 2018 to a housing developer, and Saturday was the final race. North Carolina convenience chain Sheets is planning on expanding their footprint in Michigan with two new Metro Detroit locations. The company says they will be opening a second store in Romulus on Middle Belt Road north of I-94. The other location will be on 23 Mile Road near I-94 in Chesterfield Township. An exact opening date for these locations was not announced. However, Sheets plans to open their first Romulus location on Wick Road later this year. Opposition to marijuana dispensaries is resurging in Saginaw, and the effort is being led by former Mayor Joyce Seals and the Saginaw County Prevention Coalition. They are protesting the growing density of cannabis retailers, expressing concerns about the impact on youth and citing THC's developmental effects on children. Complaints arose when a 10th dispensary opened in the Old Town area, prompting renewed action as 19 more applications are in process. Opponents brought up options to restrict or roll back dispensary authorizations at a city council meeting last night. And the Archdiocese of Detroit has announced the passing of Father Daniel P. Leidenbach, S.J., on February 1st. Father Leidenbach joined the Society of Jesus in 1958. He taught math at St. John's Jesuit High School in Toledo and later served at the Columbier Center in Clarkston. He also served at St. Rita Parish in Holly. He was 82. Requiescat in Pache. This is Michigan Mornings from Ave Maria Radio and the Ave Maria Radio app. Your local weather is coming up next. Now this. Persecution around the world has manifested itself through the centuries, but it is worse today than ever before. 
aid to the church in need and its donors have been there to help since 1947, never abandoning the church or her most vulnerable children. Will you stand up for your faith and accompany our brothers and sisters on their spiritual journey? Visit churchinneed.org. churchinneed.org. Today in the Motor City, expect morning clouds giving way to partial sunshine with patchy freezing fog early on. Highs reaching the lower 40s. Tonight becomes mostly cloudy with temperatures dipping into the upper 20s. Tomorrow continues mostly cloudy, reaching the mid-40s, and tomorrow night holds steady temperatures in the mid-30s under mostly cloudy skies. Thursday brings mostly cloudy conditions and highs in the lower 50s. Friday stays cloudy with morning showers likely, giving way to chance of showers in the afternoon and highs in the mid-50s. Today in the Saginaw Valley, we've got morning clouds transitioning to partly cloudy skies later today with patchy freezing fog early on. Highs will reach the lower 40s. Tonight, expect a shift from partly cloudy to cloudy conditions with lows in the upper 20s. Wednesday remains overcast, reaching the upper 40s, and tomorrow night stays cloudy with a steady temperature in the upper 30s. Thursday starts mostly cloudy, turning partly cloudy by afternoon and highs in the mid-50s. In sports, the Michigan Panthers will continue to call Ford Field home, and the first UFL game is on March 30th in Detroit against the St. Louis Battlehawks. The USL and XFL merged this year to create an eight-team league while eliminating eight other teams. And former Detroit Pistons star Earl Curitan has died at the age of 66. Curitan was nicknamed the Twirl and was a college player at the University of Detroit before being drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers in 1979. He later played for the Pistons for three seasons. We hear a lot nowadays about gender ideology, and we may become confused as to where the concept came from. Al Cresta sat down with Dr. Abigail Favale to discuss her new book, The Genesis of Gender. Our current understanding of gender has grown out of a lot of feminist thought. One big piece of the picture is that in much of feminist thought, there's an emphasis on reality being a social construct yes. and a construct of language and social norms and customs. Um, so what we perceive to be real and true, uh, what we take for granted mm-hmm. is actually um, a narrative that society creates and that we then internalize and kind of read on to the world. And so that kind of paves the way for this emptying out of like, if, if woman is really just a social construct, then it becomes something that is assigned at birth rather than recognized, mm-hmm. right? So there's a detachment of gender from something that kind of determines it in a pre-social way. I'm just surprised that people are able to do that. I mean, we are really physical beings. I mean, do, do gender theorists ignore the significance of us as embodied beings? Yes and no, right? So there's, there's, kind of, there's kind of a paradox here because if you look at the gender phenomenon in our culture, it both denies that there's this inherent dignity and meaning to the body, but at the same time, it's also profoundly preoccupied with the body, right? The, the body becomes almost this project that has to be changed in order to approximate this, this physical ideal. It's not so much that the body is totally disregarded, but it's rather that the body is thought of as not carrying its own inherent meaning. Okay. There's no givenness to the body, right? It's yes. almost this instrument, this blank slate. This is where the potato head analogy right, comes in, right. right? It's something that we can kind of like manipulate and rearrange. We can modify according to our desires. Listen to Cresta in the Afternoon weekdays at 4 p.m. on Ave Maria Radio or anytime with the Ave Maria Radio app. 
That does it for this edition of Michigan Mornings. I'm Matthew Handley. Stay connected with Ave Maria Radio throughout the day by going to our website or downloading the free Ave Maria Radio app. You can also follow me on X. I'm at Radio Handley. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow for another edition of Michigan Mornings. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.